Blog Talk Radio. My name is James Brandt, and I'm coming to you live from the Detroit, Michigan area, the Motor City, and I got to tell you what, I had a blast in the Tampa, Florida area, had a revival experience this last Saturday down at the Tahitian Inn in Tampa, Florida, and it was amazing. Oh, the presence of God was so thick. What an awesome group of people that showed up that are hungry. You know, one thing I love about these meetings, one thing I love about meetings outside of the four walls uh, of a local church is that usually those that come, okay, they have a desire to be there, and they are spiritually hungry to do something outside of the four walls of the local church. And let me tell you something, those individuals that showed up to the Tampa revival experience were hungry. And they were desperate for more of God, and we pressed in together. Probably about the mm, third, fourth song, and usually, you know, when you start off with praise and worship, let's face it, uh, the people, you know, who come in many times uh, to a service, they, they've, you know, we've dealt with stuff throughout the week, and, and it takes a little bit to enter into the presence of God. Well, you know, first, second, third song, boom, the presence, the presence of God just started to manifest so strong. And uh, uh, two of the individuals that were there were Dr. Michael uh, Lee and Jacinta Lee. 
They are awesome. Uh, they are the owners. They are the CEOs, uh, founders of Destiny TV. Uh, you can look it up online. I believe it's uh, www.mydestinytv.com. Awesome man and woman of God and everybody who was at that meeting were just amazing. I, I, I just I love people. I love connecting with people. I love even more connecting with people who are hungry for more of God and they want to press in together. And that's what we did. So at about the third or fourth song, everybody started to notice that there was just a change in the atmosphere in that place. And um, uh, one individual said to me, and, and as they were talking to me, uh, tears tears were starting to come out of their eyes, and, and they said, Brother, this, there's not just an anointing in here. There is a mantle in here manifesting. I mean, it was powerful. And, and the gifts of the Spirit started to flow in that place. Um, words of prophecy, words of knowledge, and, and activations, impartations. I'm telling you, these meetings are totally, I give these meetings totally. Holy Spirit, this is your time. Holy Spirit, these are your people. And that's the mindset that I come in with when I do a meeting, a revival experience, or wherever I'm at, obviously, ministering. But specifically, these revival experiences, I, I, want, I want to come in and just have that atmosphere of faith. That's one thing about my meetings that I put a huge emphasis on is the manifest presence and glory of God. Every Christian, every Christian needs to press in and have an encounter, an experience, not just one time, but on a daily experience. And one thing, an experience in the presence of God I'm talking about. Um, so my meetings are, are geared toward leading people into that place and that's one of the fruits that come from the individuals that come to my meetings is that there is an increased hunger and desire for the presence of God and for the power of God and to, to take away every hindrance in their life and to just step out in faith I'm telling you there are there are impartations that take place uh, at these meetings and Tampa was absolutely no exception I'm telling you that the central Florida area, get ready, there is going to be a move of God taking place. Now, in the past, you know, Lakeland and, and, and things like that have, have burst forth. I'm telling you, there is more. There is more. There is like a portal of his glory um, that is getting ready to be poured out in that region. And I think that's one reason that the Holy Spirit led me to the Tampa area. Is I, that's one thing. One thing with my calling, I love just going and setting my feet in a place, and and praying, ministering, and, and declaring prophetic declarations over an area. That's just one way that God uses me. And I'm telling you right now, the Central Florida area is ripe for another move of God, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. So if you're in that area, press in like never before. But that's not the only area. I'm telling you, God is getting ready to do a mighty thing across the nation, the United States of America, of course, the world. 
Um, so now, real quick, I just want to throw at you my schedule. And if you're in any of these areas, I invite you to come out to these revival experience. If you're not from the area, I still invite you to come to one of my meetings. I had an individual uh, from who was at the Tampa Revival Experience. He came from South Carolina. He was so hungry for more of God and for the presence of God and actually to receive the Holy Spirit baptism. He came from South Carolina, people. I'm telling you what, if, if you will step out, if you will step out and move, let that, that desperation, that hunger for more of God, let that move you. Let that move you. And you come to a place in faith, God is going to meet you there in a mighty way. Now, I am excited. I, I have uh, four dates coming up, four revival experience, experiences that are scheduled as of right now. I'm sure there's going to be more, but as of right now, I have four of them. So this Saturday, I'm going to be having a revival experience in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This Saturday, June 14th, Albuquerque, New Mexico, I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott um, on Yale Boulevard right by the Albuquerque Airport. That's where the next revival experience is, is going to be. And I want to encourage you, if you're in the Albuquerque, New Mexico area, get there. If you're not and you're feeling a tug by the Holy Spirit to be there, get there. I can't tell you how many times when people have told me, man, I just had a tug. I had to be there, and there was a divine encounter with the Lord. The person was there. They received a word, and it totally launched them into a new season of their life, and impartations were out of this world, literally. So Albuquerque, going to be there this Saturday. So looking forward to it. Looking forward to an awesome group of people who are hungry for more of God. Then the next weekend, I'm going to be right here in the hometown area in the Detroit, Michigan area for a revival experience. Saturday, June 21st at 7 p.m. All of my homeboys, homegirls, come on out. All my partners, friends, come on out to the Detroit area, uh, specifically to the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills, Michigan. It is going to be awesome. The hometown ones are always powerful. And then after that, the next meeting that's scheduled uh, is going to be in Houston, Texas. I already have a uh, heard from several people that said, Pastor James, I am going to be there. I am going to be in Houston. And so I am so excited to come to Houston. Uh, I'm going to be at the Baymont Park Inn uh, North Hotel Conference Center. Uh, you can go to my website at James Brandt, B-R-A-N-D-T, don't forget that D, jamesbrandt.org, or you can go to revivalpodcast.org and check out and get the address and phone numbers of the hotel. Uh, feel free, obviously, to stay. If you're traveling out of town, stay at the hotel. Um, and uh, it's going to be an awesome time in Houston. Now, also, special announcement, just yesterday, I booked a revival experience in the Los Angeles, California area. I am coming back to the West Coast. It's been, oh gosh, it's probably been, what, a year and a half, two years at least. 
but I, I have done five meetings there in the past, five revival experiences in the past, and, and they were awesome, powerful, and I feel led by the Holy Ghost to go back to the Los Angeles, California area. Specifically, I'm going to be at the Courtyard Marriott right by the Santa Ana Airport in Santa Ana, California, the Orange County area. I call it the Los Angeles area just because that's that's the the huge main area there, but it's actually in Orange County, California, Santa Ana. So I'm telling you what, I am so looking forward to all of these meetings coming up. What an awesome lineup the Holy Ghost has given me as of right now. Albuquerque, Detroit, Houston, and Los Angeles. It's going to be amazing. Now, um, there are some other cities in the works here. Um, still, obviously, trying to pinpoint a time and, and all that good stuff for the Joplin, Missouri area. We had an awesome time in the Lord a couple months back, and uh, I've been in contact with uh, with John back there in Joplin, Missouri, and he's like, we're getting you back here. We're getting you back here, so we're just trying to pinpoint a time, and it is going to be a live wire in the Joplin, Missouri area again. Um, also, there's some other cities that I have on my heart to come to. Uh, I would love to come to the New York City area for a revival experience, looking at Atlanta, Georgia area. And um, so, I mean, but I'll tell you right now, if there's anybody listening to this broadcast right now, and as you're listening, you're feeling a tug by the Holy Spirit to maybe you want to sponsor a revival experience meeting in your area, or you want to host a revival experience. Maybe if you're a pastor, you want to host one in your local church there. I would love to come in uh, to your local church and minister. Um, if you want to, if there's someone who would like to give a donation to sponsor a meeting in your area, I've had several people ask me, well, James, how much does it cost? I mean, typically on an average to sponsor a revival experience, probably, I would say the average cost is probably somewhere between six and $750. And that brings me into a city. Uh, that's basically traveling expenses, hotel room. Um, and the conference room. So, and that's all I want. I do not require anything up and beyond that. I'm telling you, I have just a heart where I want to come into an area and I want to ignite revival fire in that region. And pastors, I'm telling you, I can connect with you because I pastored for about four and a half, almost five years full time. That's I'm so thankful for the time that I pastored full-time, because I can, as a traveling minister now, I can connect with a, a local pastor, and, and I know exactly the trials and struggles and challenges that you as a pastor go through, and how to minister to your flock, and uh, I would love to bring a word in to your local church that would be a blessing to you and to everybody there, but I'll tell you what. God is up to something good, and I am just thanking him. I thank him every day that I am a part of it, and you can be a part of it too. You need to jump into the river. God has great and mighty things. He wants to use you. Listen, woman of God, man of God, listen to me. You want to be used by God? That's awesome. Let me tell you something. God wants to use you. 
more than you want to be used by him. Oh, he wants to manifest his power through you. Come on, I want. Am I talking to some earth shakers right now? There needs to be some earth shakers, some planet shakers who want to make an impact on this earth. I, as you see, I just do, don't want to live life on this earth. I just don't want to live and just exist. I just don't want to get by and yeah, we gotta make the donuts. Oh, we gotta pay the bills. That's all, oh, man. It's always a struggle. No, I, I don't want to do that. Listen to me. I want to make an impact for the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'll tell you right now, there is not one thing on this earth that is more exciting than being used by the Holy Ghost on this earth to impart heaven to to individuals to advance the kingdom of God, and to put a stop to Satan's kingdom. That's what we're here for, man of God, woman of God. That's what we're here for, and that's what I intend to do. And I'm throwing that invitation out to you. And listen to me, whatever trial it is that you're going through right now, oh, brother, sister, you keep your head up. Listen to me, whatever you're going through right now, it did not take God by surprise. It, I'm telling you right now, it did not take God by surprise. So God, there is nothing that happens in your life where God looks down and is like, oh, 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 wow. Um, you know what? I took a little nap here, and uh, I, I guess I didn't realize this was going on in your life. No, no, listen to me. God is well aware of what is going on. Now, the major thing we need to do is we need to make sure that our heart, uh, our heart is staying pure before God. That's what we need to do. And we need to make sure we're staying in the center of his will. Now, listen to me. So many Christians are like, well, you know, uh, I don't know why this is wrong. This is wrong. This is going wrong. But truth be known, uh, if, if you would just settle down and you would spend some time in the word of God, spend some time in prayer, spend some time soaking in the word of God, I guarantee you the Holy Spirit will show you things in your life that need to be rearranged. You see, there, in Christ, there's no condemnation. Condemnation means that there's no help, that, that, that nothing will help. You're doomed. Okay, that's from the enemy, okay? The child of God, there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation to a, for a Christian. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ. In other words, there is a hope for every situation that you're going through right now. And I'm telling you right now, hell or high water, I told God I don't care what goes on in my life. I am going to serve you with my whole heart. And brother and sister, let me tell you something. I've been through some things in the last, last five years that it would have been really easy for me to throw in the towel in my spiritual walk with the Lord. And many times it got close because I'll tell you what, when you're going through a trial, I, I'm not here to tell you that I'm super faith man or anything like that, but I, I thank God for his Holy Spirit that was constantly tugging on my heart, even when I was out of the way, when I was out of his perfect will for my life, through the trials, through the pain that I went through. I, I thank God that his Holy Spirit never let me go. And, and here's the thing. This is the key right here. I responded to the Spirit of God. I responded to the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. So, Listen to me. Trials, tribulations, they are tough. That's why they're called trials. That's why they're called tribulations. All right? I mean, let, let's just be real here. 
I'm not minimizing the trial or situation that you're going through. But why don't you take some time? This is when you really need to get into the Word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to give you revelation. Allow the Holy Spirit to give you illumination from the Word and open up the Word to you even more to show you how to incorporate the Word and give you revelation. Listen to me. Give you revelation how to apply the Word of God into your situation. What's going on in your life right now? What is it? Let me tell you something. God has not forgotten about you. He has great and mighty plans for you. If you have breath in your lungs, it's never too late to start again with your walk in relationship with him. You've been through your trial. You made some mistakes through your trials that you're uh, enduring and going through right now. Fine. Guess what? The blood of Jesus is stronger than those mistakes. The blood of Christ is stronger than the sin that you got entangled in, and he wants to set you free. God wants to set you free, free to fulfill his perfect will for your life. So you need to get up, and you need to dust yourself off right now. Because, brother, sister, there is mighty things that we have to do for the kingdom of God. God wants to use you. Are you hearing me? God wants to, oh, God doesn't need me. That is a lie from the pits of hell. Absolutely, God needs you. Absolutely. In fact, the Word of God says that we are the ones, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, we are the ones that plant the Word of God in individuals' hearts. We are the ones that sow the Word of God. God uses us to water the seed. And then it says God gives the increase. Notice there is a three-step process there, and two out of the three things, mankind is involved in that process. We plant the word, so we need to speak the word. We need to advance the kingdom, and we come along, and God uses individuals to water the word in the hearts of individuals. And then it says, God gives the increase. So if we're not planting the word, speaking the word, if we're not watering the word that has been sown in people's hearts, there is nothing for God to increase on the inside of an individual. Now you tell me, based on that, 67% of that process involves us. Now you tell me, are you important to God on this earth as far as advancing his kingdom. Absolutely you are. And anybody or anything that would try to come along and plant thoughts in your mind that you are not, you need to cast those thoughts down right now. If there is breath in your lungs, God wants to use you. God wants to use you. You see, we all have a sphere of influence around us. Are you hearing me? God wants to use you to rock the world around you. You may not be able to reach everybody. There's some people that I might be able to reach that you won't be able to reach. There's some people that you will be able to reach for Christ that I'll never get to reach. God wants you to ignite revival in the world around you, the world that you touch, the sphere of influence around you. You are required 
to plant the seed, water the seed, and let's watch God give an increase of that seed. Oh, man, I am on fire today. I am on fire today. Look out, Albuquerque. We're going to be, uh, there's going to be streams in the desert. Streams in the desert, Albuquerque. Get ready. Oh, man. I, I tell you right now, it is fun to be used by God. There is never a dull moment. The peace, when you're in the perfect will of God for your life. Now, that perfect will of God, there's a lot of different dynamics in an individual's life. The perfect will of God considering relationships. The perfect will of God considering your ministry. The perfect will of God concerning your family. Let me tell you something. First and foremost, a lot of people, well, first of all, a lot of people try to change the dynamics outside of them. And they hope to get peace, whether a relationship with God is a mess. But listen to me. If you really want all the things outside of you to be lined up, number one, your relationship with God needs to be lined up. So your relationship with God is your foundation. So if your foundation is not sturdy, if your relationship with God is not sturdy, everything else around you is going to crumble when the trials come, when the storms come. Sure, there might be a season right now. You're not living for God. You're not doing, doing what God wants you to do. You're not being a doer of the word. There's a season to where things, there's almost like a false peace in a lot of individuals' lives. And the enemy loves that. But the enemy also knows. Listen, the enemy knows the word of God better than most Christians do, first of all. The enemy knows that if your relationship with God is shaken, everything else is going to be out of balance. And it's the thief, John 10.10, it's the thief that comes to steal and to kill and to destroy Jesus said, I have come to give life and to give it more abundantly. If the Lord Jesus Christ, your relationship with him, your relationship with the Holy Ghost on this earth as a Christian, if that is shaky, then there is an opportunity for the enemy to come in to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Are you hearing me? You need to put your focus back on your relationship with God. And I'll be back in a moment.
I am back, and I'm live from the Detroit, Michigan area, and I am sharing the Word of God with you right here on the Revival Now broadcast. I want to thank you so much, whether you're listening to me live or archive. It doesn't matter. The anointing is alive. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, one thing I'm noticing a lot of Christians doing these days, there's so many Christians that will try to, it's like they use the Word of God to disprove the Word of God. Now, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense to you, but let me, let me try to explain it. Like topics about uh, divine healing and the power of God and miracles and all that. It's like they try to use the Word of God to disprove those things when those things are clearly in the Word of God. Let me tell you something. There is such a deception in the body of Christ. And, and listen to me. This is what it is. This is what it comes down to. If the enemy can't stop you from getting born again and making Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life, the enemy then wants to keep you from walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? There are so many Christians that are, 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 are just, they just want to stay in their comfort zones. They just want to punch a time clock every Sunday just to, to, for their conscience. Are you hearing me? Well, I put my time in uh, 45 minutes to an hour at church once a week. I'm good, right? Wrong. God has so much more for you. God wants to use you in a mighty way. And one of those, those things in the Christian life that you need to receive is the Holy Spirit baptism. The Holy Spirit baptism. But you shall receive, Jesus said this, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. After Jesus was ascended into heaven, well after, Paul seen certain disciples, it says, and he said to them, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? In other words, it's possible to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved and have not received the Holy Spirit baptism. The Holy Spirit baptism is indeed a second experience. Now, why would God do that? I've mentioned this before, and I want to say it again. Powerful revelation. Why? Why would God? Why wouldn't God just make salvation settles it all? Like right when you make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, why wouldn't you just get the Holy Spirit baptism? Why wouldn't you just get healed? Why wouldn't you just get delivered instantly? Because God, listen to me now. Listen to me real good. Because God wants to see how serious you are with Him. He wants you to prove that you, he is the priority of your life, and you're going to put him, his son Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and the written word of God at the center of your very life. On top of that, there are spiritual laws here. The power of our words, the power of our words, it, it, I'm telling you, the power of our words, the spiritual law of the power of our words, Satan Listen to me. Satan knows the word of God better than most Christians, probably better than every Christian. He's a supernatural being. He knows the word of God. 
Okay, He knows the heart of God. He knows these spiritual laws. Now, isn't it interesting that as far as the power of our words, those that are in the occult and witchcraft operate in this spiritual law, but they do it in the evil or perverted perverted way. They twist a spiritual law. So now here's the thing. Whenever there's a counterfeit, that must mean if Satan feels threatened enough to make a counterfeit for something, that must mean the real thing is powerful. And it is powerful, and it can be used for the kingdom of God. There's, listen, there is a reason why the enemy attacks your thought life so hard. The goal is this. He wants you to meditate on that thought that he's putting in your mind, but he just doesn't want you to meditate and just stay on the thought. You know what the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal of the enemy for putting those thoughts into your mind? The ultimate goal is for you to speak words of negativity, curse words, totally negative words out of your mouth. Why is that? Because your words, that spiritual law, gives the kingdom of darkness permission to operate in your life, permission to operate in your family, permission to operate in your ministry, permission to operate at your workplace, permission to operate in every area of your life. That's the goal. That's what Satan wants to do. That's why the thought life, the mind, is the battlefield. Now, think about, oh my, wow. Think about, if you were to take every thought that comes into your thought life from the enemy and you you cast it down, as the Word of God says, and you think on things that are only from the Word of God. You constantly keep yourself filled with the promises from the Word of God. Good reports, whatever is lovely, whatever is true, whatever is pure. Philippians 4.8, powerful. Think on these things. Now, isn't that interesting? Because people, people think just because something's happening in their life that they got to focus on that negative thing that's happening in their life. A lot of them say, well, well, you know, if I speak the opposite of what's happening happening in my life, aren't I telling a lie? No. God says, think on a good report. Think on the pure things. Think on what is true. What is true. His word is true. See, this is listen to me. The spiritual trumps the natural. Don't ever forget that. The spiritual trumps the natural realm. God's word is true. Now, the enemy tries to come along, and he tries to, to uh, you know, mess some things up in the natural realm, so you will stay focused on the natural realm above the spirit realm where the promises of God's word reside. The power of God's promises are spiritual. Now, if you want to transfer them into the natural realm, you gotta break, it, it comes through you. You have, it have to, you have to be meditating on it in your thought life. And next part of that meditation process is speaking it. Allow the word of God to dictate what's coming out of your mouth. I can't tell you how important that is. Listen to me. I'm speaking truths to you here that are absolutely powerful. Now, like I said, the enemy uses those who are in the occult and witchcraft and, and just – you know those individuals he uses them to 
to twist a spiritual law for his advantage in the kingdom of darkness. Are you hearing me, somebody? When someone in witchcraft in the occult, when they, when they speak a curse over someone, they're speaking words. They're, they're, they're speaking words, uh, cursing words, negative words over an individual that looses the demonic and whatever is in the, else is in the kingdom of darkness into that person's life if there is an opening. Are you hearing me? So now if the enemy, if demonic spirits, evil spirits, if they're hinging and waiting upon that permission to be granted from the negative words that come out of your mouth or, or whoever's mouth, the kingdom of God is waiting for your words to line up with the word of God to loose them and loose the, all the resources in the kingdom of God into your situation. If you're going through a trial right now, I want to challenge you right now. Number one, keep every negative thought, bind every negative thought, cast down every negative thought that comes into your mind. And I want you to speak the promises of the Word of God when that thought tries to come. Keep, keep your mouth filled with the Word of God. Now listen to me. The only way you're going to keep your mouth filled with the Word of God is keeping the Word of God in your heart. Filling yourself with the Word of God. Now, on top of that... As you're filling yourself with the Word of God, now that in, now doing that will keep you in tune with the Spirit of God, with the Holy Spirit, the author of the Word of God. Now, as you speak the Word of God, and when you're in prayer, praying in tongues, there are going to be the Holy Spirit then, listen to me, the Holy Spirit is going to put prophetic words, prophetic declarations upon your heart. To speak out. When the Holy Spirit, during your prayer time or, or whenever, you feel stirred up, you, you, you just heard something on the inside, like, like I will not be defeated, I'm not going to quit, uh, whatever, a prophetic declaration, I, breakthrough is on its way now, breakthrough is happening now, whatever, whatever the Holy Spirit puts upon your heart, listen to me, he's putting that, he's giving that to you on the inside, not just for you to think on it, he's giving it to you to speak those words, speak that prophetic declaration verbally. I'm telling you right now, that's, that's the whole goal, first of all, of the enemy in the kingdom of darkness. When the enemy attacks your thought life, his goal is not just for you to think on it. He wants you to speak it. There is power. Your words, the words that come out of your life, create an atmosphere around you. The words that come out of your mouth create the, the, the kind of life that you are going to be living in. I'm, are you hearing me? This is powerful. This is powerful. And the enemy does not want you hearing this message right now. But he can't stop it. Father, right now, this word that I've been speaking, Father God, I, I, I pray that this word would be firmly planted, good ground of the hearts of the people listening around the world right now, whether live or archive. 
Father, your anointing is alive right now. So I sow this word. And, Father God, I pray that, that you would water this word. Send other individuals into their, the, these people's lives, Lord God, to water this word. And that good fruit, good fruit would come forth from this, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I loose a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you and your son, Jesus Christ. More revelation, illumination of your holy word upon that individual listening to me right now. Lord, let your manifest presence and glory surround them. Let your manifest presence and glory fill that car, fill that, that room, fill that home. Wherever they're at right now, surround them with your manifest presence and glory. In the name of Jesus, I bless that one listening right now. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Wow, there is a mighty anointing flowing right now. Powerful, powerful teaching anointing flowing right now as I'm talking about this. I'm telling you, this is a key that you need to take hold of. You know, one thing that the Holy Spirit has been showing me, and actually I'm in, I'm in the middle of, of making a message of this. I don't know exactly where the, the Lord's going to have me release it, what city what meeting, what local church or whatnot, but a lot of times, listen to this now, a lot of times we, we focus on the the um, divinity of Jesus, which of course he was, divi- he was divine, he's the son of God, amen, I'm not taking anything away from that, but the Holy Spirit has been showing me, what about the humanity part of Jesus? Listen to me. It is the human part of Jesus that makes you and I say, wow, yeah, he's the son of God, but he walked as a man on this earth anointed with the Holy Spirit. Friend, listen to me. Have you heard people say, well, yeah, but that was Jesus. That was Jesus. No, listen to me. Jesus Christ was our example. He walked as a man on this earth anointed with the Holy Spirit. And you and I, we are men and women. We are anointed with the Holy Spirit. And that's why it says in John 14, 12, the words, Jesus said, the works that I do, you can do also. Oh, the enemy doesn't want you to hear this. The enemy does not want you to hear this. But I bind the enemy right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, right now. Satan, you loose every person that's listening to me right now. Every demonic spirit binding the hearts and minds of the people listening right now. Devil, I command you to loose them in the name of Jesus right now. Father, let revelation flow as I speak about this right now. Listen to me, people. You plus the Holy Spirit can do the works, the same works. Jesus Christ himself said it. The works that I do, you will do also, and greater works. Are you hearing me? He said, greater works you will do, because I go unto my Father. Now think about that. The Holy Spirit has been showing me to look at the humanity of Jesus. Yeah, well, but that was Jesus. No, no, that is not a valid excuse anymore, people. Because Jesus sent the Holy Ghost to this earth so you could advance the kingdom and you can walk. Are you hearing me, somebody? 
that you can walk in the power of God. We are called, as the church, we are called the body of Christ. Jesus is up in heaven right now. The Holy Spirit's still here. The Holy Spirit wants to anoint you. He's anointing you to do the very works of Christ. And Jesus said this, and greater works you will do. There's no more excuse. There is absolutely no more excuse anymore to sit back and to do nothing and just simply let dead religion spew out of your mouth and say, yeah, but that was Jesus. Wrong. Jesus walked this earth as a man. Yes, he was the son of God. Absolutely. But he walked, he ministered on this earth as a man anointed with the Holy Ghost. And then you, you find other scriptures of other great men and women of God that were used. The accounts in the word of God. It said Elijah was a man with the same things as us, and the same trials and temptations that we've gone through. But look how God used him. I mean, we're talking about Elijah who, who ran into a cave. You, I mean, this was a mighty man of God, yet he found himself, himself in a situation when, man, he was freaked out, man. He was freaked out. It sent him to the cave. Jezebel said, I'm going to get you. I'm going to kill you. He's, and he, he found himself running. Are you hearing me, somebody? It's time for you to come out of your cave, man of God. It's time for you to come out of your cave, woman of God. Just, I, I want to challenge you. Meditate on the fact that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, he walked this earth as a man, anointed with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Jesus did receive the Holy Spirit baptism, by the way. Remember when he was water baptized, and he came up out of the water, and then it says the Holy Spirit descended like a dove and came upon him. You see, when you got born again, the Holy Spirit came inside of you. But the Holy Spirit baptism is when the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, comes upon you for power to be a witness, to do the works of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus did not do one miracle. Jesus did not do one miracle until he received the Holy Spirit baptism. Are you hearing me? If you have received the Holy Spirit baptism, you have power. You have power. The devil knows it. Of course, God knows it. The devil knows it. Demonic spirits know it. Evil spirits know it. Sickness and disease knows it. But my question is, do you know it? You need to advance the kingdom of God. I put a status up uh, recently on Facebook that says we need to be on the offensive against Satan and evil spirits. Now, of course, if we're going to do that, effective spiritual warfare begins with examining your own heart in life and make sure every hindrance is out of the way in your own heart. Get rid of the idols in your heart. Get rid of the, the lying, the gossiping, all these things that would hinder you from walking in the power of God. But listen to me. There's so many Christians that just back away 
from walking in the power of God and being on the offensive against Satan and evil spirits, being on the offensive against sickness and disease. Well, many Christians, well, the first thing when sickness and disease attacks their bodies, they just shrink back and they kind of just give up like, oh, no, oh, then, no, 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 be on the offensive against it. Be proactive against Satan and evil spirits and against sickness and disease, against bondage. Come against it with everything you got, with the word of God and with the power of the Holy Ghost. Listen, we haven't even tapped into, we as the body of Christ haven't even begun to tap into the anointing and power that God wants his people to walk in. But I'll tell you what, with the help of the Holy Ghost, that's one of my missions. I want to raise up and I want to train believers to walk in that. And as I train them, listen to me, I'm learning more myself. <laughs> I'm learn have you ever learned have you have you ever found that out if you're if you're a teacher or a minister or whatever when you're training others you're learning more you're learning right along with them but listen to me is your heart right do you want more of god or are you satisfied with dead religion the holy ghost is an enemy of dead religion not an enemy of you an enemy of dead religion on the inside of you and listen to me, the enemy, or the, the Holy Spirit, loves nothing more than to come in. Are you hearing me? Than to come into your belief system and totally pick apart everything that is not in line with the Word of God. Everything that's not in line with the will of God in your life. I want to encourage every believer listening to me right now. You know what? There may be a time that you, the Holy Ghost may be calling you right now to push reset on your whole belief system. He may be calling you right now to push reset on your whole thought life. Start over. Whatever mindsets that you have had, that you have, have gotten maybe from the church that you were raised in or, or whatever, individuals telling you something, but there's really no foundation on the inside of you from the Word of God. I want to encourage every believer to take a moment and push reset and then invite the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, help me to get every area of my thought life, every area of my belief system in line with you. I can't tell you how many times the Holy Spirit tried to come in and trying to do things, maybe in a local church or in a, uh, the life, the personal life of an individual, and that individual immediately puts their walls up and is like, nope, that's not God. Well, absolutely. You know what? It was God. But, but he, this is what it came down to. You just were in a comfort zone, and it shook the foundation of that comfort zone, and you got scared. Are you hearing me, somebody? That's more so what happened. Oh, absolutely, it was God. Now, listen, Jesus, when he came to this earth, he was born in a manger, in a stable. Now, he, he, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Son of the living God, are you hearing me? People expected him to come and, and be in a palace, and, and uh, are you hearing me? But he didn't. He didn't come that way. And oftentimes, God will come to you. The Holy Spirit will come to you in a way that will totally rock your world. The question is this. Do you have enough of a relationship with him, personal relationship, and do you have enough discernment to discern that it's him? 
I want this. I'm telling you, this is this is a, a right now word from the Holy Ghost. I want to encourage you. If that's you, I want you to push reset on your belief system, reset on your thought life, and start over again. And let's go right back to the foundation of your very belief system. And let's make it strong. There needs to be such a reliance. Are you hearing me? We need to be reliant upon the Holy Ghost in our our Christian life, in our walk on this earth. Do you trust the Holy Ghost enough to push reset and say, God, I am opened. I am opened and I open my heart to you. Make the needed changes in my life. I want to be used by you. Father, I want to be able to discern when your Holy Spirit is moving. I don't want to be a hindrance. I, I want to go with the flow of your Holy Spirit. Friends, I'm telling you, if your heart is pure, right now, I can, just, I can just see in the Spirit that there are some listening to me live right now, and there are some listening on the archive right now, and the Holy Spirit is just totally, is totally blasting you with his holy presence right now. God is reaching out to you right now. And he's saying, my son, my daughter, let go. Let go of those things that are holding you back from me. I, can't, I, I keep hearing the, 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 those very words. Push reset. Reset your belief system. Push that reset button right now in your heart. That's one thing at my meetings, <laughs> one thing at my meetings uh, is that individuals come in and it's almost the, they, the whole, they push a reset button because they start to experience something that they have not experienced before. That's just one way that God has been using me at these meetings. People come in. Maybe who haven't experienced the presence of God, but they're hungry for it. They don't even know what they've been looking for. And they come and they show up and they start to experience this and tears rolling down their eyes as the presence of God is so strong, so thick in that place. And the Holy Spirit's moving. And, and there's, almost, there's that, that willingness that begins to come over them as they're, they're starting to melt. Their heart is beginning to melt. The hardness of, of any parts of their heart is starting to melt in the presence of God, and they say, all right, Father, I push that reset button right now. You know what? You may not understand everything that's happening when you come to the meeting. You might not understand everything that's happening, but there's one thing you cannot deny. One thing you cannot deny is that the Holy Ghost is in that place, in the presence of God. There is a presence. There is the presence of heaven that fills that place, just like that presence that you're feeling right now, even as I'm speaking. There is a mighty anointing flowing right now. So these individuals come in and they start to experience the presence of God, Uh, just a piece of heaven on earth. And they say, God, I don't know what I've been believing my whole life, but God, I am willing right now, and I push that reset button right now. Father, I am yours. I am all yours. 
do with me what you want to do because I know it's a good plan. I know it's a future and a hope. I just want to be used by you. Friend, listen to me. You can put everything you have, everything you have, everything you have in your life, your family, friends, everything, your job, your finances, your ministry, whatever it is, you can trust. Oh, my goodness. Listen to me. Everything. Everything you have, you can put it in God's hands because God has a great plan for you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for that word reset. It's never too late. You got breath in your lungs right now, people. You can reset. Push reset. It's time to push reset. God wants to do a mighty thing with you. And I'll be back in a moment. New Mexico, get ready. I've come to the end of the show today, and oh, what a mighty anointed it was. But listen to me, Albuquerque, New Mexico, I'm going to be in your neighborhood this Saturday, June 14th, at 7 p.m. at the Courtyard Marriott, Marriott, right on Yale Avenue by the Albuquerque Airport. It is going to be amazing. Be there. Detroit, Michigan area, revive, uh, Revival Experience is going to be Saturday, June 21st at 7 p.m. at the Concord Inn in Rochester Hills. Houston, Texas, get ready. Going to have a Revival Experience at the Baymont Inn Park in North Hotel Conference Center. And get ready, West Coast, Los Angeles, California, Revival Experience in Santa Ana, California at the Courtyard Marriott right by the Santa Ana John Wayne International Airport. It is going to be a live wire, people. And if you have any interest in bringing me in to your church, if you want to sponsor a revival experience, I want to encourage you to contact me. I would love to come your way and ignite revival, partner with you. Anybody that would like to give a donation to my ministry, go to James Brant. Org, and right at the bottom of the screen, there is a PayPal option. Or you can just send a check to James Brandt Ministries to the P.O. Box. I want to thank you so much to all my partners. You are a blessing. Once again, get ready. Albuquerque going to be flying in, igniting revival, and bring the sick, lame, blind, deaf, whatever. We're believing the kingdom of God is going to be amazing in that place. Albuquerque, I'll see you Saturday. God bless.